All right, guys, before we get stuck into today's episode, I want to thank the major sponsor of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, Unify Health Supplements. Unify have the highest quality ingredients on the market along with the best tasting products. You guys can head to unifyactive.com and use the code DJK10 to get 10% off all products on the website. So that's DJK10 at unifyactive.com to save 10% on all products with Unify Health Supplements. Let's get stuck into the show. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, legends? Welcome to this solo edition of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I think this episode in particular is going to have a very positive impact on you and also allow you to change your mindset in order to get in shape and stay in shape. So over the years, I've been very fortunate to work with a lot of high-level athletes, whether that's professional sport, Olympians, whatever it may be. But at the same time, I've also done a lot of my work with general population, right? So people like you and I. And for majority of people, the goal for their body composition um, look or outcome is often along the lines of somewhat looking like an athlete, right? So increasing lean muscle tissue, reducing body fat percentage to give the illusion of definition or muscle tone or whatever, and obviously just to to feel good and to be able to perform well in the gym or whatever style of training that you prefer. And the easiest way to do that is to start thinking like an athlete. So when most people think of their favorite athletes or people that have looked up to as a kid or, you know, even like something like a fitness model, right, that we that often people have this vision of what they want their physique to look like. And for a lot of us, it seems just unattainable, right? It's like people almost categorize professional athletes as like a different fucking species, but it's just not the case. They're the same as you and I. The only difference is their mindset and how they approach their everyday, right? Whether it's their training, nutrition, recovery, sleep, whatever it is, it's completely different to the average person. But that's there's nothing there to say that we cannot adopt the same mindsets or adapt the same mindsets as, as a professional athlete in order to get in shape and stay in shape. Because putting aside the fact that they're obviously extremely talented at whatever given sport they play or whatever, they're no different to you or I in in any way, shape or form. Obviously, the amount of time that they can allocate to their given sport and to staying in shape and whatnot is very different to the majority of the people that are listening to this show, right? We have jobs, we have family and social life commitments, whatever it may be, and it can be quite difficult to allocate enough time in order to see the results that we want. But for most people, that's just a fucking excuse. Okay, so... I'm not saying that by following these steps in this episode today, you're going to become fucking LeBron James or some professional athlete. But what I am saying is that we have to make the mindset shift when it comes to pretty much everything across the board with getting in shape in order to get in the best shape of our life and stay there, not just making it like this short-term fix, like where we follow a short-term approach, see really good results, but in that process, we haven't changed our habits in basically any way, shape or form. So... Over the years of working with a lot of these athletes, and you know, this ranges from you know, professional basketballers, footballers, um, track athletes, boxers, you know, wheelchair tennis, wheelchair basketball, swimmers—basically most sports that you can possibly think of. 
you start to pick up on these trends and I'm very fortunate for that. And I'm also very grateful to have the opportunity to work with um, a lot of these, these athletes and see how they operate. But as I said, they're no different to you or I. They just have a different mindset when it comes to pretty much everything. But we can start to have that mindset shift in order to come towards everything with a completely different approach. And in my opinion, it's necessary in order to make these changes and make them long-term changes. You know, I've mentioned a lot lately how in order to get from where we are to where we want to be, we have to become that version of ourselves before it is a, a physical reality. Okay, so we have to start thinking in the way of someone who is in the outcome that we want. We have to start acting, behaving and feeling like that person before it is a reality in order to attract that and a lot quicker. So in this episode, I'm going to break down a few different mindset shifts or a few different traits that I think most athletes use and how we can use them to our advantage in order to get in shape and stay in shape. All right, and that first one is having a goal-driven mindset. It's pretty fucking obvious that every professional athlete is extremely goal-driven, whether that's for competition, whether that's to improve a certain skill, whether it's to reach a certain level of their sport, um, you know, whether it's winning championships, whatever it may be, they're goal-driven. And for a lot of people that I see in the gym or a lot of people that I'm fortunate to work with on my coaching app and whatnot, people come to me with not enough of a clear goal, not enough of a specific, clear goal that they are allowed they are able to then adopt a goal-driven mindset in order to go and achieve that right so once we have our clear specific goal we then have the ability to reverse engineer the steps that are needed to to be taken in order to get there we then need then we are able to figure out our daily non-negotiables our our small consistent habits that we're going to do on a daily basis in order to get us to where we want to be but with without that uh, that clear goal we're just aimlessly walking around. We're turning up to the gym, right, with no structure or routine where, where, where you know, the amount of people that I see in the gym, and this is no knock on anyone, um, you know, I'm not having a go at anyone whatsoever. I actually kind of feel for them because I, I, I understand that they could be seeing so much better results. But I see people that are in the gym doing the same program year in, year out. They look the same year in, year out. And it's not because of a lack of effort because they're showing up. They're always there. It's just because they don't have a specifically clear goal that they are working towards and they don't have a plan of attack that's going to help them get there. So some people like to go in the gym and just, you know, just to move and, and feel good. And that's fucking great. Fantastic. But this is the episode for those that are wanting to take their physique to the next level and stay there. And in order to do that, you need to have a goal-driven mindset. And that's across the board. That's not just training. That's, that's you know, prioritizing your sleep. That's prioritizing nutrition, recovery, what you do outside of the gym is almost more important than what you're doing inside the gym. The second trait is that they eat to fuel their body. They, they follow an approach which is world-class nutrition. And this is not every single athlete, right? There's a lot of athletes that have very poor nutrition. And what I also want to mention is that this doesn't mean that you need to <clears throat> completely change your focus to exactly what you're eating and not have any enjoyment with your food and stuff like that. You know, do I think that you should be super strict with what you're eating all the time? No. And is it necessary to look and feel good? No, it's also not. But what every athlete that I've worked with does, 
particularly when they've started working with me, is understanding that we are working towards a certain calorie target every single day or at least an average across the week. So when I look at how much they're training, I get a rough idea of how many calories they need on a daily basis, whether it's to you know lose a bit of body fat, build some muscle mass, improve performance, whatever it is. If they've got an injury, it's you know rehabbing and, and recovering. But once we figure out how many calories are needed, it then gives them a very tangible thing to work towards every day and it takes or eliminates any guesswork involved in seeing the results that they're trying to see. And that's the most important thing. It should not be a guessing game in order to see results. But unfortunately for a lot of people, it is. So am I saying that you need to cut out all the things you enjoy? Fuck no. You know, they, a lot of these athletes, um, you know, they're still enjoying pizza every now and then, having a few beers here and there. Some of them having more beers than probably what they should be. But they remain consistent towards what they're goal is and that is because they have a target they're working towards a calorie target a protein minimum they're choosing majority of their foods from nutrient-dense whole foods they're making the better choices more often than not but it gives them something to work towards and it, it takes the guesswork away because when it is working sweet when it's not working we have numbers that we can go off to change in order for them to get to where they want to be because that is the whole point when you're working with an athlete is they're not coming to you because they just want to train a couple times a week and feel good post a few inch, yeah, pictures on Instagram and whatnot. They're coming to you with a very specific purpose and goal. And if they don't get there, they're not going to work with you anymore. Okay, so we need to make sure we're taking the guesswork out of it. Next trait is that they periodize their training through structure and changes of intensities, including variation with their, you know, their training structure, their exercises, their style of training, their energy systems they're working on and whatnot. But every single athlete that you've ever heard of has some form of periodized, structured, strategic training plan that they are following in order to get to their goal. If that's leading into competition, they're periodizing their training so they can taper right into peak performance for their competition. It's the off-season. They're working through you know, muscle growth and volume phases. Then they're going through strength and power phases. There might be endurance blocks if it's an endurance athlete, but they're definitely not fucking going into the gym thinking to themselves, what do I feel like doing today? Or they're not just following the same plan that they've had for the past six months or the past fucking one to two years, hoping that somehow they're going to see different results. Unfortunately, for a lot of people, I see so many people following the same fucking program just every single session, using like literally using the same weights as well. All right, and the reason why this is so important that we have some form of structure and strategy and routine. And this comes down to things like, you know, you should be asking yourself when we're looking at a structured week and we're looking at a strategy in order to see results, like how much strength work am I doing per week? Is there need for cardio or is there changes in the cardio that I should be changing at the moment? Like, am I seeing results with steady state cardio? Do I enjoy it or should I change it to HIIT training? What rep ranges am I lifting in? Are they aligned with what my goal is? Am I, am I doing any endurance work if I'm training for an endurance event? Or am I just going in and doing beach muscles, which is not going to help me with my goal? How often am I targeting each muscle group per week? Could that be better? Am I having training deloads? Like athletes don't just train at 110, 110% intensity every single day, every single week, every single month, year round. They go in waves. They go in periodization blocks. Okay, so there's volume phase, there's strength phases, there's power phases, there's there's tapering off phases, there's deloads, like they're managing their their training loads, they're managing how much output they're doing based off how they're recovering, based off what period they are in with their season or in, in relation to their sport and whatnot. You know, you need to look at, am I, am I training too much or maybe I'm not training enough? 
am I training with quality or am I just training to feel the burn and work up a sweat, which for a lot of people that is the case and it doesn't, it's not effective. Going into the gym and just having, you know, feeling like you've done the fucking hardest session of all time by lifting with shit technique, not progressively overloading, um, but, you know, you've got a sweat so it feels really good, like that is not going to get you results in the long term. You need to have something measurable. You need to have some structure, routine, some strategy behind what you're doing in order to see results over the long period of time. And you have to understand, our bodies are incredible at adapting. So as soon as a certain movement or a certain workout becomes easy for that given rep range with that given weight, it needs to be changed. You need to increase. There needs to be some form of progression there. If not, then you cannot expect to continue seeing results because your body doesn't need to change. In order for your body to change, you need to give it a reason to. And if you're not doing that, then you can't be surprised when you don't see changes. And, you know, this is how I structure all of my programs. You know, the VIP Workout Club is a great example, right? You know, and for everyone in there at the moment, that's absolutely crushing it. It's amazing. And the best feedback is that there's plenty of variety. People are seeing personal best every single week. You know, on the app, I'm seeing notifications come through of people hitting PBs. People are staying accountable to their goals. And that's because I've structured it in a way that is like this client is an athlete. And I'm not expecting the output to be somewhat of an athlete, but I'm expecting their structure of their week to look quite similar. But to meet their standards or to meet the level of, you know, effort that this client is going to give. So it's targeting each muscle group twice a week at least. It's varied cardio and conditioning sessions and optional conditioning sessions. For those that do want it or do need it, maybe they don't. It's recovery-based sessions. There's structured nutrition that is set by me. So we're not just – you can't out – you know, there's an old saying you can't out-train a bad diet, all right? And my kind of take on that is you cannot out-train a calorie surplus if you're trying to lose fat. Okay, so I make sure all my clients on the app are eating in alignment with what their goal is. There's new programs every four weeks in the VIP club. Some other programs, the the training blocks are longer. There's ability to track workouts, sleep, step uh, steps, nutrition. There's progress photos, measuring and taking average weight and all that type of stuff. And the whole point of that is because we want to take the guesswork out of it. So I use these learnings and the stuff that I take away from learning with athletes to then carry that over to apply that to anyone that I work with, you know, the approaches that I'm getting, you know, um, you know, let's say past guest of the show, Mitch Creek, right? One of the league MVP favorites in the NBL. His nutritional approach is the exact same as you, if you signed up to the VIP club today, because that's what works. So that's what we're using, right? And this all comes down to, like I said, structure, there needs to be a plan of attack. The next trait is that they are very performance-driven, and this is obvious, but they don't go into the gym, you know, and I'm fucking guilty of this, but they don't go into the gym and take selfies and scroll through social media and just to fucking, you know, check in at the gym and say they've been there for the day. They are there for a reason. They are there to improve every session, and we should be doing the same as well. And by switching to this approach and this mentality, you are also going to find that your motivation levels are significantly higher. Because if I'm going to the gym every time and I don't really have any purpose, I'm not there to make improvements. I'm not there to do more reps than I did last week or I'm not there to lift more weight. Or I'm not there to you know, have a better output on my, um, on my cardio, whatever it may be, like whatever the fuck it is. How am I expected to be motivated if I'm not there for a reason? So we need to be performance-driven. Like you are in there trying to improve your performance. You're in there trying to get fitter, to get stronger, to build more muscle mass. So how are you any different to an athlete? You're not. 
So once we can start thinking like that, you'll be so surprised at the difference that makes in your motivation, obviously your results, and of course, like your enjoyment because you're going to be like, fucking hell, like this is, I enjoy this, this is fun for me because I am, I'm now coming in here with a purpose. I'm now leaving here feeling accomplished because I know I've came and did what I, I said I was going to do and that's an extremely important trait to have for anyone. The last couple here um, that I've listed, every single athlete that I've worked with anyway has had an open mindset with their mentor or their coach. So most athletes are like sponges, right? They're able to soak up all the feedback and advice that's given to them by their coaches, mentors, peers, or whoever it may be in order for them to improve day in, day out. They don't come into this with a closed mindset, thinking they know everything or thinking that their approach is the best approach. They're willing to learn and they're willing to take advice from people. And if it works, that's fantastic. If it doesn't work, you know, that's why we have these measurable pieces of data there to see whether it is or isn't working. But every world-class athlete and, you know, not even just athletes, think of business people, any form of world leader, like whatever the fuck, anyone that's doing well is always willing to learn from others. So, you know, I did an email on this as well and I was talking about if you think of your favorite athletes of all time, it might be, you know, Serena Williams, fucking whoever, like whoever you think of. You know, let's use MJ as an example, who is the GOAT, all right? And sorry, LeBron, but MJ is still my GOAT. He's the GOAT of basketball, best that's ever played. He had a coach and a trainer. So how in the fuck could you ever possibly think that you're any different? Okay, and that doesn't mean you need to go and fork out a fuckload of money for a personal trainer or whatever it is, but it's it's just understanding that you need to have an open and growth mindset. Be willing to learn, be willing to bounce off other people, be willing to take feedback, be willing to admit that sometimes your approach is not the right way, be willing to be able to look at the way you're doing things now, have evidence of a better way and then follow the better way. Okay, because people get stubborn with this shit in the gym. It's fucking crazy to me. Like people still doing the same dumb shit that has been proven to not work and hoping to get a different result. And it's because they have a closed mindset. So if you can have that open mindset, you know, willing to get help where possible, if you're in a position to do so financially, if you're not looking at, um, you know, reliable sources online, listening to the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast, obviously, um, that is essential. Now, the last one, and in my opinion, probably the most important, particularly for those listening now, is consistency. Because consistency is underrated. And, and, you know, to be honest, like I get very sick of hearing people complain about the results that they haven't seen because of the work that they didn't do. All right. So if, if I start working with someone who has come to me and this, you know, for like 99.9% of the people I work with are fucking awesome. But this is just an example. If someone comes to me saying, hey, I want to get in shape. And I ask them, what have you been doing the last six, 12 months? Oh, like nothing. Right. Been eating pretty shit. Haven't been training. Um, poor mobility, I got a pretty sedentary job, whatever. And then we start a program and within four weeks, they're disappointed because they haven't seen results yet. For me, I'm just like, what the fuck did you expect? You can't expect to go from doing the exact opposite of what you should be doing to doing the right thing and for everything to turn, turn around in a short period of time. Now, don't get me wrong. In that first month, you will see significant changes, but you're not going to get to an end goal in that short period of time. And for most people, that's where the consistency starts to drop. Everyone's motivated at the start and they're all you know, doing this, doing that. But you have to understand you need to continue to show up. You need to do the work even on the days or particularly on the days where you can't be bothered. You need to instill the habits that are necessary to see the results that you want. 
And you will get there because over time, these small daily efforts done consistently well compound. And that's when we start to see significant changes. That's when it starts to become part of who you are. And again, that's essential for seeing progress and seeing changes in your body and maintaining them. So that pretty much wraps us up with this episode. I wanted to keep it short, but I'm really hoping this is a a very um, influential podcast on a lot of people because I think it will be. Um, And as I said, this is all from my experience and and I know this shit works. Um, So if you're serious about getting in shape and staying there, then then start to adopt some of these approaches into into your life and, and then see the difference. And feel the difference too, all right? So if you enjoyed the episode, um, I'd love for you to share this with a friend, send them a link, take a screenshot, post on your story, do whatever you want to do with it. Um, I love getting feedback on these episodes and, and you know, seeing the people that are tuning in because obviously with the podcast, you can look at the numbers that, that are coming in for the downloads and that's awesome, but the the feedback on each episode, you know, you, you don't really know what people are thinking unless they reach out and tell you. So I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, I hope you've taken some value from this and of course I hope you have a great week and uh, I look forward to chatting to you guys again very soon.